to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss Season 3 of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to Episode 15. Let's get started. Okay. Alright, welcome back, Sister J. We are going to be talking about This Sorrowful Life. Mm-hmm. And... So, where do you want to start? Let's just start with characters, I guess. I don't care. Rick. Yeah. We start out... He's being a butthole. Yeah, he is annoying part of this episode mm-hmm. to me. Start out telling Daryl the real deal between him and the governor. Yeah. And Herschel's there in the background, just kind of glaring. And so when he tells Daryl, Daryl looks really uneasy and kind of surprised that it's coming from Rick. Yeah. And. Because he knows Michonne done saved the asses and stuff too. Yeah. You know. And so he keeps looking at Herschel like, aren't you going to say anything, Herschel? You know, and Herschel just kind of. So Daryl is like, okay, but this isn't us. This isn't what we do. And Herschel's like. Exactly, and he kind of walk hobbles off. <laughs> mm. And then, I mean, the whole time Rick's talking, I'm like, "You mother sucker! Mm-hmm. You know, good and damn." And this is the part that pisses me off about it. He knows good and damn well because he told him, he mm-hmm. told Herschel this last week that the governor's still going to try to kill them all. Yeah, and that this is not going to solve anything or avoid war for them. So I don't even know why he's going through all this. Because different writers wrote last week. <laughs> <laughs> and then they must have left for vacation or something. I mean, really, because it's stupid. Yeah. He just finished telling Herschel that. And then he said to Herschel, you know, I'm hoping you can talk me out of this. Because he knows the governor going to kill him anyway. Or, you know, try to. Yeah. So th- that whole conversation was stupid. But it was even more stupid after going through all that, then he going to try to be the hero and stop everything. And no, I really didn't want him to go and do it. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, that was annoying. That was like whiny shit like Lori, you know, to me. So I didn't like that at all. Well, and he didn't even get to that point until he sees ghost Lori back in her normal right. clothing. Looking up. And when he looked up and saw her, I was like, this bitch again. <laughs> I mean, she gone. Can she be gone? I know it. I mean, it was just so stupid. Okay, let's finish with him because, you know, he's annoying. So he, didn't do, he didn't do much else. Well, he goes and tells Merle, you know, he tells Daryl, we need somebody else to help us. And so he goes to find Merle and Merle's tearing up shit. <laughs> 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 he tearing up the joint. All the mattresses and shit, which I'd be pissed at because I'm like, look, I might want to stack a couple of them together ah, and make a real bed. Mm-hmm. But he's looking for drugs. Oh, yeah. He's looking for something. And this was actually, to me, a good scene, especially for Merle. Yeah. Because when Rick tells him what he wants to do, this the way Merle looks at him. is like, you dumbass. No, he says, oh, Officer Friendly. So you want me to do your dirty work. I don't blame him, no. But, well, he tells he tells Rick, 
you know, the Gov likes killing, basically, and he is not going to kill her. Yeah. He you is going to do things her. to her. He's probably going to take out one of her eyes or both. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have the, standing there. You don't got the stones for all this. He says, but I, you know, because Rick had asked him that stupid question, do you even know why you do the things you do? Well, Which first of all, like, when, Mar- when Marl was standing there telling Rick this stuff, and Rick is giving him this look like, and? Yeah. You know, like he don't give a shit about what the governor, what kind of torture the governor is going to do to Michonne after she done saved your son's life and stuff. Oh, hell no. I was through with him. I thought, yeah. oh, you know what? See, that's typical. Mm. I was annoyed too. I was so annoyed. I thought you And then, go. but the thing I did like was <laughs> when they went out through the day and, you know, you know, they're trying to still gather stuff for the battle and stuff. And Daryl gets his little comments in when Rick's like, oh, that's a good idea. We should do that. He's like, yeah, that was Michonne's idea. Yeah. In other words, uh, Michonne mm-hmm. is handy around here. Well, that, the whole point is it's, it's, it's such a stupid storyline, in my opinion. Rick is smarter than this. Yep. You know? Well, but he's off. Yeah, well, you know, being mentally off and everything is fine, but he knows about numbers. He knows they need numbers. My thing is, it's just like fucking Andrea, in my opinion. Exactly. It's he the same know, thing. She knows. Or same she effing writers writing this shit. They knew the fucker is crazy. Mm-hmm. They know he's not going to give down. When he left that meeting, he came back and said... He's going to kill all of us. Now, yes. But, I mean, he said that to scare them, but it was true. Yep. And I don't know why he thinks that this alone is going to save... No, it ain't. Well, he doesn't think that. Yeah, well, now. So, anyway, so... But, you know, the idea is already in Merle's head. So, Merle takes it upon himself... And when he was talking to uh, Rick, he said, well, you're going to have to get some wire or something for her because she going to, a rope ain't going to do because she yeah. can chew through that. Because she can chew through some rope. And I'm thinking, well, what you trying to say, Merle? <laughs> He's trying to say she's crafty and he know mm-hmm. it. And he right. So he get so he's, he takes it upon himself to start gathering some supplies and shit, which we find out later why. But, you know, at the time I wasn't catching on. Well, I think the reason why he agreed in the first place is because he knows that's that's all he's good for. They're never going to accept him. And I think he knows that. And, you know, I think he I think he calls himself taking her back to um so he could get close to the governor cuz I think in my opinion, I think he had planned to try to kill the governor all along. Yeah. Way before he even uh, 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 took Michonne, you know, left with Michonne. Because, and I say that because way back when he first got back to the cell block. Yeah. And he was talking to him, And he was trying to tell them, look, y'all dealing with a crazy man. And... I mean, of all the people here, you know, he won't Michonne, but then uh, he won't me, me next. next. Mm-hmm. So he knows that. He was trying to get them to go kill the Gov uh, right. last week. Long or the week time before ago. Last. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, but I now agree. that he knows that the governor wants Michonne, then he he's probably feeling like, okay, look, the last minute he'll probably give her back her, her katana and she can take care of herself, but at least I get real close. Merle knows. He Merle knows too. The when he was doing that talking in the car, yeah, you know, I think he was honestly thinking he could do it for his brother. Absolutely, to, to try maybe the gov. You know, he's got this hope, which he knows is not true, but I guess he just had this hope that it would be okay, and giving her up would get him close, like you said, so that he could try to do something, yep. knowing. That he probably wouldn't be able to. Exactly. But, yeah. So, I mean, he kind of knew too, but I think he had this irrational or unfounded hope. Not irrational, but... I don't think so. I think he knew that he was going to be toast. And uh, just just by his little conversation with Daryl. And he was trying to tell Daryl, look, I know they are never, ever going to accept yeah. me like they've accepted you. Ooh. And everybody always want me to do dirty work. Yep. That's what the governor used me for. And, oh, guess what? That's, that's what, what your friend, friend, that's what your friend Rick is using me for, too. Yeah. He says, you know, y'all look at me like I'm a devil for scooping up the lovebirds. And y'all about to do the same thing. Same thing. Scooping up someone and giving them over to the governor. Yep. Basically. And y'all feel like it's justified. But what about me? Yeah. So, I mean, I think he had already reconciled in his mind he wasn't coming back. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I maybe. think he has. Yeah. I think he did. But anyway. So, um, so yeah, him and Mich- So, he ends up luring Michonne down into the catacombs, as I call it. <laughs> the catacombs of the prison, which I would never go to. Yeah, but you know. Conk her upside the head. Mm. Oh, I was mad at him. Too. I know. I said, Damn, Merle, you didn't have to do all that. Could have just probably grabbed her, something, put a bag on her, and wrap, and then tied her hands up. She couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then what was cracking? Not really cracking, but I was like, no, he didn't. Then he had it on a little bitty wire chain or whatever yeah. the hell kind of chain that yeah. was. Yeah, it was. It was wire. I said, no, he didn't. Like her pets, like she had her pets. Mm-hmm. As they walking through the tent, walking down the street and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I like the scenes with Merle and Michonne. I yeah. did. And their conversation and her trying to reach him. The whole shit back at the camp or at back of the prison, I was like, whatever. Uh, Glenn's feeling up. Well, Daryl tries to talk to Glenn. He's all salty. Talking about. Well, he he did stuff to Maggie and I care about whatever. Yeah. And then he goes and talks to Herschel with his little hangdog face. I'm sorry. I don't know why I was irritated <laughs> this episode except for a couple things. Yeah. That irritated me too. All hangdog and long the damn tooth looking at Herschel. Now I understand what, why he gave this to me, what it means. I, I want to marry her because I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Okay, we get it. Mm. Then, I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought this part was cool. He goes and looks for a walker that was married. Snaps off the fingers, which is nasty. Mm. But this is the part that pissed me off. Goes to Maggie and, and just says, hey, here. Hands her the motherfucking ring. Yep. And just looks at her. I'm like, I don't 
don't care if we're in the zombie fucking apocalypse. <laughs> you gotta at least say, I love you. I want to spend however many days we got left together, mm-hmm. married. Boom. But just to say, here and hand me a damn ring. Mm. And then you just looking at me? Yeah. The, I was like so annoyed with that. I'm like, okay, I know this is zombie apocalypse. I get it. You're not going to probably get down on your knees and shit. But at least say something. At least there should have been some conversation. Here? Here mm-hmm. and hand her a damn ring that you took off of some nasty yes. ass zombie. Now that's the part that got me. <laughs> It was from a zombie. <laughs> Let's get real now. I don't care if it was a zombie apocalypse. Hell, you could have went and got a donut or something, you know, or, or or just cut a little ring out of some fabric, but take it off a dead zombie? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Uh-uh. Because that's the first thing. Hey, if it was a sister, the first thing I would have said is, where the hell you get this <laughs> No, Zales or, or whatever. Jared's or whatever the yeah. called. You know, come on now. That's funny. Mm. Oh, you know, I guess they're desensitized because they, they pick those zombies when they see them for whatever they got. Mm. But I'm like, mm-mm, I wouldn't want to wear it. No. But I was just annoyed with his ass. All hangdog and looking sad and shit off damn time. I get it, you know? And well, then, it's getting old, and Maggie's getting tired of it, too. Because, you know... I don't think so. Well, because he's still like, okay, it's a zombie apocalypse. The shit doesn't happen. Let it go. <laughs> shit. You're at, back at the prison. Everybody's there. Yeah. Y'all need to prepare for the governor. Let it go. I know. And when he was, like, tight oh, with Daryl. man. That just is annoying to me. Yep. You know, and if they don't watch it, they're going to make Glenn unlikable, which I hate that they would do that. I but he's going to have to let so. it go. Just an, they're just making him annoying by focusing on that all the yeah, time. Yeah, all know? the time, all the time. They we get it. On. You didn't even need to have that conversation yeah. to explain to us why he's pissed. Exactly. We know he's pissed. If someone beat my ass and tried to kill me, <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> you know? I wouldn't want to live next to their ass either. <clears throat> yeah. We didn't have to have that two, three minutes of dialogue wasted. Exactly. You know? For him to look all like that again. Again. And then going to talk to Herschel again about again family and lo- and all this crap and yeah. And I wanted to ask your permission first. He didn't say that. Well, that's what he meant. I know. But and then after all that fucking talking, he's just gonna say here and hand her a goddamn <laughs> ring. Yeah. That's just stupid. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was dumb. Glenn Pitt irritated me. It was dumb. irritated me. So anyway, so then Glenn and they're not showing uh, 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 hardly nothing to Carol. No, although that was a good scene too with Carol and Merle. Yeah, I'll where bet. he was saying, you know, you're not like what you were back at the camp. Yeah. Scared of your shadow? She's like, I wasn't scared of mine. I was scared of my husband's <laughs> shadow. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So. Basically, she's saying the same thing that late, uh, Michonne later said is, this is your chance. You can't, maybe you're a late bloomer too. Like, you could change. Maybe this mm-hmm. is your time. 
He just kind of looks at her, but, you know, that's kind of the same theme. But, yeah, they haven't really shown much of her, you know. Mm -mm. And so, anyway, so, yeah, Rick changes his mind. It's too late. Merle and Michonne on the road, taking a little road trip on foot, which I was thinking, yeah, I need, (laughs) y'all need to find a damn car. (laughs) Um... They find a mo- no-tail motel. Merle goes to hotwire a car. Mm-hmm. An old-ass... Cadillac or Cadillac something. with the car. Had to be brother's car. Mm-hmm. By the rims. Oh, yeah. It had some rims and on everybody on Get Glue was saying, why does that old-ass car have an alarm on it? And I said, hey, didn't y'all see the damn rims? <laughs> Brother gonna make sure yeah. this shit ain't gaffled. Ain't jacked with. Thank yes, you. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, at the time that I saw the um the that scene, that's the first thing I thought, oh, that was the black zombie car, because you know, it had the rims on. Black man's car. They yeah, black had, man's car because they should have had the zombie coming out of the hotel room be black. Yeah. But they probably didn't have enough makeup mm-hmm. to make them look right. Mm-hmm. Because that was a brother's car, though, with them rims on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why that alarm's on there, y'all. But yeah, so he's trying to hotwire. Damn, alarm's going off. And I'm thinking, oh, my Lord. Here come the zombies. Can you be any louder? And he done got Michonne tied up. Tied up. But she, honey. Oh, she she is bad ass. She too tough. She said, I'll handle business while I'm tied up. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a good scene. That was good. And then Merle almost gets chomped. Yeah. But anyway, they end up getting away, driving off, and finally they're on the road. <laughs> and then she really starts trying to work on him, saying, you know, we both can go back. Not mm-hmm. just you. This could have been your chance. But they asked you to do it because they knew you would. But this could have been your chance to change and ramp. And you jumped at the chance yeah. to stay on the outside of the group. And he basically says, yeah, but you're on the outside, too. And she kind of, you know, she had that little sad look on her face, too. Yeah. So when um, she's saying we could both go back, and he says, I can't go back. And that's when you knew, well, that's when I knew that he really wasn't planning to go back there without trying to do something. Well, I just, I, I just had the feeling when he took Michonne. In the first place, that yeah, that's what he had planned. He had planned that he was he was going to kill the governor or die trying. Yeah, you know, and and uh, I just had that feeling. You know, I was real surprised though when he let her out of the car. I was too. I was real surprised about yeah. that. I mean, I was happy, but I was real surprised that he even did that though. Yeah, I was glad that he let her out because me too. I didn't want her to be given over because, believe me, the governor wouldn't have let him have a chance to do anything. Nope. He would have shot Merle before he got out the car and then just snatched her up. Yep. So, yeah, I'm glad that he did. But her look on her face when he did, she was like, uh, what? What, what? happened? And then the look on his face, Michael Rooker's face, mm-hmm. looking all, you know, could tell. So then the next thing we see of Merle, of course, or I thought he was just going to drown his sorrows, but he had a plan. He had a plan. He was doing a Pied Piper on them walkers. Mm-hmm. Old style. Old school style. Old school. 
bumping oh, his shit. music, drinking. He got some liquor from that bar he was mm-hmm. at. And then luring them over to... Now, this is the thing that I, that I was thinking, okay, this doesn't make sense. What? So, Merle is able to drive up there to that rendezvous with the governor and all his peeps. Drive up there, luring all those zombies, jump out the car, and ain't nobody stationed around the perimeter to see him. Well, I mean... I would think the governor would have had people on the lookout in all directions. Well, and so but, that I was like, that don't seem right. Well, I wasn't bothered about that because I mean, the governor's only got so many people. All the people in the town didn't go to that rendezvous thing. True, that, it's Martinez and his group. That's true. See, so you know, you don't know how how many he's got, and plus, if I recall. What Merle did is he went between those little building things and that silo looking yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he was out in the open like Andrea running out in the middle of the damn field thinking nobody's going to see ass. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was he was being stealth with it. Yeah. And and uh, uh, by the time he got close enough, well, and, you know, he cut that music and, and, and stuff even louder. So then walkers would... Not only follow him, but that would draw attention. Everybody's looking. Uh, uh, what's that noise? What's that music yeah. coming from? See, because he had already gotten out the car. So, you know, I thought it was a pretty good plan. Oh, I, it was a great plan. Mm-hmm. I just thought that I just felt like there was. And he people. was shooting them with his high pot rifle. And he almost had the governor. And then here comes Ben. Ben. Headshot. Down. <laughs> Ben is gone, and you know what? He was annoying anyway, so yeah. Good riddance. Too bad it wasn't Alan, though. He hadn't said anything. Well, but I kept thinking, ooh, Alan gonna be upset, well, Jack. You know what? With he, his old crazy ass. Yeah, he need, to, he need to shoot Alan, too. But He should have shot Alan. Yeah. It should have been Alan that he shot at. Exactly. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and the thing that was kind of cool about him, and I think that's, well, two reasons is the walkers helped is that they were so busy shooting the walkers, yep. they didn't even know for a while that he was shooting them. That somebody was shooting them. Right. Yeah. And if he would have been caught up by that other that walker in the barn or mm-hmm. wherever he was at, then mm-hmm. he probably could have got another shot off of the governor. Yep. He could at least maybe grazed him. Honey, the governor ain't no joke, Jack. Mm. He bum-rushed Merle. Well, actually, Martinez and another dude yeah. start kicking on Merle, but then the gov took over. Yeah. Chomped his other hand. <laughs> That's awful. It was nasty looking. Chomped his other hand up. Kind of, I think he broke his arm that had the, the without the hand on it, because you kept hearing this crunching noise. Hmm. And then De- um, Merle is saying, I'm not going to beg, I'm not going to beg. And the, and this shocked me, though. I was shocked. Gov said, the Gov says, nope. Boop. And shot him. Well, end of commercial. I was real shocked that the governor shot Merle. Yeah. Because naturally I thought he shot him in the head and he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what you, that's That's what you're led to believe. But I was just so surprised that he, he killed Merle as opposed to trying to take him and like torture him or something. Yeah. But he did find out more information. Right. But he did torture him, though. Yeah, well. Yeah. 
in a different sense. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, but he did because yeah. he shot. He obviously shot him in the torso or yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Because when we come back from commercial, well, no, it's not then. Daryl well, catches up with Michonne. Yeah. And the first thing that struck me funny was he asked her, "Did you kill him?" And I guess that'd be your first reaction that she's walking around. Yeah, because she, you leave with Merle, and now you alone walking. <laughs> yeah. Well, where's Merle then? So yeah, <laughs> I'd be asking, dude, did you kill him? I'm thinking he caught up off of damn fast. I mean, well, look, he got a motorcycle too. He was not. Well, that's true. Yeah, he was. That could he be. He got a motorcycle. But he was on foot. Well, but but he takes his motorcycle as far as he can go on the road. I Anyway, that Anywho, didn't bother me. Go ahead. He catches up. to. He gets to the silo barn or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Walks up on. Walker's chomping on folk. And there's Merle. Chomp, chomp, chomping on Ben. Merle's a walker. Ooh, and that makeup oh, was good. I, I made me, oh, it made me so now, mad. I, I mean, I realize Merle is a... Redneck racist, but he, I love Merle, though. And I, I was so mad. I said, oh, that is so foul. That is so wrong. <laughs> Ooh, and the gov- Make him into yeah. a walker. And the governor did that shit on purpose. On purpose. Because all you have to do is shoot him in the head and see, they don't come back. Oh, he wanted Merle to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awful. I felt so sorry but, for Daryl. Wait, when Dar- but Daryl's face when oh, he walked man. up and he kind of slowed down and just saw him looking. Oh, it and I'm was like, awful. Oh no, they didn't. No, they awful. didn't. And his face when mm-hmm. he saw him and started crying. Yeah. The only thing I kept thinking of is, look, you can cry later. Don't let him chomp you. Yeah. Because I kept thinking he's gonna let him chomp him because he's so sad about it. No, nah, he didn't. Thank goodness he didn't. But he gonna be. He is gonna be a mess. He gonna be messed up because he had to kill his brother after all that. After all, all that, that, yep. He and getting to, him back. He, he, yep. He had to kill. He had to kill Merle. But that makeup was good. Wasn't that good? He was an excellent walker. He was. But you could tell it was Merle though. But he was excellent. The eyes. Yeah. Whatever they do to their eyes, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's contacts or something, but. Yeah, that was good. That was now that was a shocking, shocking scene, and it was it was great. It, it was, was great. But I it teared was, up though because I felt so bad for Daryl. Yeah, I teared up when he yeah. was crying. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, that part of the episode, the Merle, Michonne, Daryl was. Oh good. yeah, that, that part was good. It's just that prison part, the was, prison shit yeah. with Rick and mm-hmm. all the rest of them. Glenn. Yeah, I was annoyed. It wasn't very good. No. That part they could have left out. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, are we not going to flash to Woodbury? But I was like, no, they want to save that for, for the that finale. torture shit. Because I wanted to see some torture happening in the woodshed. Yeah, Andrea. In the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept thinking when Merle was there. And I kept thinking the governor's probably not even there. He's busy. He got mm. some work workshop shit to do. <laughs> But we, <laughs> no, they, because the governor wanted to to kill all of them. Yeah. So you know, with the gov, excuse me, when the gov 
did come around the corner. I was like, oh, okay, he done left Andrea in the woodshed. Mm-hmm. So I, apparently we ain't going to get to see her get tortured yet. And the only thing I can think of is if uh, Milton is snooping around and finds her. Yeah, I don't know that Milton would even do anything. I don't know. I don't know if he would. But yeah, that was... I. So that's the only thing I thought about was I just wanted to see some torturing happen. And then <laughs> in the scene... <laughs> Dang. I know, that's awful. That is awful. I mean, for the character. I know. She needs to feel, she needs to feel the pain and, and understand why her eyes uh, should have left mm. weeks ago. Yep, she should have left with Michonne. Um, but in the scenes for the next episode, it looked like she is bloody. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to torture her some. I mean, come on now. Some, yes. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward. Okay, I guess we should get into our feedback. Okay. Let's start with um, iTunes again. Okay. Uh, We had one new review. It is from St. Louis. Hey, St. Louis. Oh, no, Sleepless in St. Louis. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And it's from Bluebird. (laughs) <laughs> 43B. You getting them all mixed up. Well, they have like titles that you mm. can name your review. All right. Okay. Hi, sisters. Hope you are blessed this Easter weekend. Longtime listener, first time writer. Cool. I simply love your podcast. Finally, my voice, my voice and sister point of view has a place to shine. I agree with you 100% about the lie Lori told on the walking, on the talking dead. And this desperate need to salvage the incompetent way they have destroyed Andrea's story arc, Lori Holden. This season has been inconsistent and limping along. I see these dynamic and versatile group of actors just being wasted with no voice or pattern to show their talent. Michonne T-Dog. When when are they going to look at key cause the writers, quote unquote, not showrunners? Didn't mean to go on and on about or be such a downer. I just wanted to say thank you for being the voice for us, sisters, that shows our many facets, humor, wit, intelligence, frankness, ability to see through fluff, and get to the point all with class and style. Keep bringing us your best. Bluebird 43B. <laughs> thank you, Bluebird 43B. Thank you, Bluebird. Oh, that's a nice, nice comment. That is nice. Mm-hmm. And true. Yeah. It is. Because they keep... Uh, changing showrunners, and it's really the writing that's the issue. I think so too, but yeah, they, they have some really good actors uh, working on this season, and they just, you know, they need to give them more to do, more to more. Yeah. Okay, so let's get on to our email. We okay. have several. The first one is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, sisters. I thought this was one of the best shows of the season. That close-up of Merle as a zombie at the end was really cool. I know. Did it look like Merle recognized Daryl for a second there? I wish there was an extra 10 minutes of that episode. I did not want it to end. Can anyone tell me why Carol is the only one who looks better as time goes on? (laughs) (laughs) She did something with her hair this episode. Maybe she's dating the corpse of Vidal Sassoon. Mm. I put money on her quote unquote comforting a grieving Daryl in the near future. 
My little sister has got me into Game of Thrones, so I will be checking out your podcast. Take cool. care, Jason. Thank you, Jason, Thank you, for Jason. that email. Yeah, we geared up for Game of Thrones. Ooh, ooh, Game ooh of it's going to be great. Game of Thrones. Dim mm-hmm. Thrones. Dim Thrones. And your question, Merle, I, you know, the way they had Merle kind of staring at him, I think they wanted us to focus on his eyes, but I don't think he really... I don't think no. he recognized anything. No. He just recognized new, fresh meat yep. that's still live. Yeah. What I did think of, though, when I was watching it a second time is those walkers, I wonder why they don't eat each other. You know? Like because, when a walker is dead. Because they, they're not really flesh. I guess. Thing. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. I thought, I thought of that question. Okay. Um, our next email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. Absolutely adore your podcast and do my best to promote, promote, promote. Just saying, is Milton the Gov's brother? Mm. Is that one reason why the Gov lets him work around? That's a good question. Oh. Uh, was it Morgan that set the walkers on fire? And was the chair always set for Andrea and the chains for Michonne to watch? Oh, that's a good point. Because hmm. remember last week, there was a set of chains that he was testing out. Yeah. And then he got the chair. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. I, oh, that's a good point. Joanne. That's I didn't a think good about that, point. But, you know but what? yeah, he did have the chains. He did. Mm-hmm. And he was testing them out on yep. his knees. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, maybe Andrea ooh, was the recipient ooh, of the chair ooh. all along. Yep. Mm. And was Morgan the one that's the walkers on fire? No, I think it was Milton. Milton, yeah. I don't think Morgan even knows about Woodbury. I don't think he knows where Woodbury uh-huh. is. Um, the Gov's whistling was the same song he whistled when he was combing Penny's hair. Yep. Please keep up the great work, and I can't wait for Game of Thrones, or as my friend's husband calls it, Game of Schlongs. <laughs> As that's what he happens to see every time he looks over at the TV. <laughs> what schlongs are in the Game of Thrones? <laughs> the only one I think we've seen was Hodor. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> that's funny. Oh that's, oh, that's funny. You know that's there's funny. probably a movie now. Yeah, yeah, you know a little porno flick gonna be called that. <laughs> <laughs> PSS loved loved Banshee. Please do a full review next season. Thank you for your hard watching and the keep. Oh, what? Thanks for your hard watching and the dog keeping it real in the background. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, Joanne. (laughs) Thank you, Joanne, for that. uh, 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 Thank you, Joanne. Email and you know uh, Game of Schlongs. (laughs) Why is that getting you? I don't know. Ah. Okay, so our next message is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. I hope this email reaches you in good spirits and in fine health because I'm ready to talk about the penultimate episode of the season, The Sorrowful Life. Let's get started. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where to begin? Hmm. Let's start with Glenn and Daryl. Daryl to Glenn. You need to forgive my brother so we can all get along. Are you going to say something? What did Merle ever do to you? Glenn to Daryl. He pulled a gun on us. Daryl. He just wanted to talk. 
Mm. Glenn, he threatened to cut off my nose. Daryl, he bluffs all the time. Mm. Glenn, he whooped my ass, man. Daryl, you gotta get to know him. He kicked my ass all the time when we were growing up. Lord. Glenn, he tied me to a chair. He set a walker loose in the room with me in an attempt to kill me. He brought Maggie to the governor who mentally tortured and physically violated her. He kicked my ass again since he has been with us in this prison. Daryl, okay, you made your point. My brother is an asshole. Mm. Sisters, in my opinion, Merle could not stay with the prison group because of everything he did to Glenn and Maggie. All through the season, Merle has wanted one thing and one thing only, to be reunited with his brother, but his brother has people he loves now. Yep. Michonne said it best. No one is going to mourn you, not even Daryl. He has a new family. That was one of the most powerful statements of the episode. I am sure it messed Merle's head up. Yeah, could be. Sisters, tell me something. If Herschel, uh, Daryl, and even Merle can tell that giving Michonne over to the governor is a wrong move, why in the hell are they going along with it? Yeah. Exactly. None of them said a damn thing. Exactly. I will tell you why. Because they wouldn't want to be in the enviable, unenviable position of making the wrong choices. Exactly. They would rather leave that task up to Rick. Yeah. Bullshit. I am glad that Rick rescinded his dictatorship. And said that everyone will be responsible for the decisions they make from now on. Yeah, that will be good. That's a good point. Because, see, they don't want to have to be the one to make those choices. And they're just going along with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sisters, did you notice Merle picked up the crazy phone Rick used to talk to Lori? I know it! <laughs> and took it with him to use to tie up Michonne with? Yes! That was funny. That was. I didn't notice that. Merle to Carol. You don't seem scared of nothing anymore. Carol to Merle. I'm not. Merle, you're a late bloomer. Carol, maybe you are too. I said to myself after those lines were exchanged that Merle is not long for this world. Merle has had the best lines in the show. He was a a despicable man who brought chaos to the group since the first season. But if you are like me, you felt sorry to see him go despite all of the things he has done. Yeah. I, that's true. I was really because I shocked. was hurt. I was hating on Merle for a couple episodes. I really but wasn't, I, but at the end of this yeah. one, I was shocked. I was like, "What?" I was so shocked, and and I was sorry to see Merle go. Yeah, um, Michonne brought him to understand that he has options, and he exercised them in a very telling way. The way the writers redeemed Merle's character was masterful. Let's see what they will do with Andrea. Not a thing. Shit. I hope. Not a thing. She does not survive the season. She will. She will. She. Mm-hmm. She blonde and female. Merle to Michonne. Your buddy's turning you over because he is trying to save his own ass. You are as much on the outside as me, girl. Mm-hmm. Michonne to Merle. Maybe, but once the governor is done with me, at least I won't have to live with myself. That round went to Michonne. Glenn to the female walker at the gate. I need something from you. (laughs) Female walker. Me too. Come closer so I can eat. I mean, whisper in your ear. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn, you're already dead, so this shouldn't hurt at all. Female walker. Oh, no, you didn't, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Give back my ring and my fingers. Oh, I'm not going to say this. No. Give me back my ring and my fingers, you motherfucker. Myron, we ain't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> he put in there Chinese motherfucker. And Glenn, and then he goes, Glenn, I'm Korean. Oh, I 
to go on, sisters, but I'm sure you have a huge amount of emails to read. <laughs> Last thing, sisters, I do believe Carol is about to get some grief sex real soon. Uh, yeah. I, I hope she so. is ready for it. I'm sure she is. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she is, too. Yep, she is. In any case, enjoy the last episode. Have a great weekend. And please, 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 no matter what you do, sisters, don't get bit. Myron. P.S. I will admit I am taking off Monday, or I'm taking Monday off because of the final episode of The Walking Dead and Dim Thrones. <laughs> I will holler at you next week, sisters. Peace, Myron. Thank you, Myron, for that email. Thank you, Myron, for that long-ass email. (laughs) That was good. That was funny. And, uh, Myron, I'm with you. I had to take Monday off, which is not really going to be an off day because I have to travel, but Mm -hmm. um, for work. But I did originally take it off. So that I could concentrate fully on the on um, uh, the Game of Thrones because mm-hmm. I actually didn't even think about the Walking Dead finale being at the same time. So I'm gonna have to, you know, split my time on those. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, the next thing we have is a voicemail, so I'm gonna play that now. Okay. Hey, Sister Jane, Sister Kay. Um, it's fine with me if you leave this. Um, email, for, I mean, voicemail for the podcast, and I was just calling about uh, this episode, The Sorrowful Life, and um, I thought it was a good episode, but why did it just seem like it was just backwards to me? I mean, why didn't Rick call the group together in the beginning and just told Michonne what was going on? Just let her know that the government wanted her and, and then decide from there what to do. It just seems like he just, it was just a bad decision. And, he, I mean, he just lost a lot of good fighters. Daryl may not trust him, you know, because it was his idea, you know, to set his brother out there. So I feel bad, you know, Merle seems like he's trying to change himself. But, you know, but it was a good episode. So, um, anyway, this is Dana, and um, love the show. Can't wait for Game of Thrones to start. I'll be listening to you guys when this episode is over and then when Game of Thrones starts up again. So, um, anyway, have a good evening. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Dana, for that wonderful voicemail. We're so glad you're using our voicemail line. Yeah, thank you, Dana. Yeah. And you were right. I think so, too. It, it, I don't know why, other than t- to say it's the writers, Rick wouldn't just tell the group in the first place. Yeah. Since he ended up telling them anyway. And telling Michonne, first of all. Yeah. So that he could say, look, I don't want to do it, but let's do this as a strategy. Yeah. Or something. Or something. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess if they were going to have him do it, I I just don't know. I just don't feel like, like Daryl, or excuse me, like Merle said, it's not him. It's not in him to do that. And that he only went to Merle, and why did he have to go talk to Merle? How come Daryl couldn't go talk to Merle? Mm -hmm. Remember at the beginning? Right. And Daryl said, I'll talk to him. He goes, no, I have to do it. I'll Mm -hmm. do it. Because he knew Merle would maybe take it upon himself to do something. Possibly. I don't know. I didn't get that part. I didn't get why. Why if if he if he wanted it done, then yeah, why not let Daryl talk to him? Yeah, I don't get that either. Unless he just wanted to talk to him in general and say, What's your deal? What's up? You know, know, I don't know. 
But yeah, I agree. And then the, she said the episode to her was backwards, and I agree with that too. Um, yeah. And thank you for following us to the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. We hope to hear from you more in the future. Yeah. Okay, well, that was Dana. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. Um, we actually have another voicemail, so let me play that. Oh, cool. Hi, sisters. This is Brother Ray. Um, I had to go ahead and leave a voicemail. Last time I wrote in, Sister Kay, you were like, oh, we hadn't heard from Sister, heard from Brother Ray in a while. I was like, oh, so I guess you remember my voicemails and not my uh, emails, but it's all good. Thought you were having a senior moment because I was screaming when um, Sister Jay said that Michonne saved Andrew, and you was like, no, she didn't. I was screaming at my, I was in the car, I was screaming like, oh, Sister Kay. But I know Game of Thrones is already on your mind. Anyway, as far as this episode, my boy Merle is gone. Didn't really mourn him. <laughs> I can't say I did. Um, I thought it was interesting how he said he was a mystery to himself. I think most people who have inherited racism and their surroundings, they never really develop, and they are mysteries to themselves. I thought that was quite interesting. But I did have to go ahead and call in because uh, when I wrote last time, I said your supplies are all walking around, and evidently, a boy Glenn heard me. You want a diamond ring for your girl? Let's go out there and see, and boom. There you go. Diamond ring off the zombie. <laughs> I bet my friends are laughing about that. Just have to go ahead and uh, leave this very brief voicemail, and I'll catch you during the Game of Thrones. Later. As always, love the podcast. Ooh, thank you, Brother Ray. We love hearing your voice, too. And thank you for validating my uh, <coughs> my, my answer. Because <coughs> Sister Kay was having, yeah, she was having a senior moment mm. or something. Yeah, Brother Ray. It's good to hear your voice. And um, <laughs> no, I was not having a senior moment. <laughs> Don't be trying to read me. <laughs> I honestly totally forgot about that because I was thinking about other stuff. Yeah. See, just like he said. See. Yes, mm. but it wasn't no senior moment. <laughs> I do tend to get shit wrong on occasion. Oh, Lord, yes. Hallelujah. I watch a lot of TV, so mm-hmm. sometimes it kind of swirls together. <laughs> And yes, also, Brother Ray, I remember your emails, but <laughs> it has been a while since you left the voicemail. <laughs> you had to see her, Brother Ray, working her neck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he tried to read me. I to read him back. <laughs> but anyway, Brother Ray, <laughs> I'm sorry. You Okay, okay, let's go laughing. Uh, Brother Ray, I'm sorry that you did not mourn Merle, because I did mourn Merle. uh, You know, I realized he was a little racist, redneck, and all that, but I really like Merle. I like that character. I understood that character. And Mm -hmm. I do think um, your comment about the dialogue they had him saying, I hardly knew myself, I think that's probably a very valid thing, because a lot of people who are... 
you know, they kind of backwards and, and you know, they're, well, it's their brainwash. Yeah. Been and they're racist. And, and most people who are, who are that racist anyway, that they, they're fearful of everybody else too. Yeah. So, you know, and it's just out of ignorance. It's not out of any, anything, uh, uh, else but ignorance, you know? Well, yeah. That you brought up a good point that I didn't think of, but when he did say that, that that was a really good. That was a very good yeah. bit of bit of self reflection. I mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. it was, and yeah. the whole episode he was really reflective on things. He, he was. So I, yeah, so I guess we should have known that he was going to be offed. Yeah, because he had some real good dialogue and stuff. I know. Yeah, dang writers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They resolve everything in their lives, and then they yeah, die. then they kill them all. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. thank you, Brother Ray, for the voicemail. <laughs> thank you very much for, for the voicemail. Using the voicemail line. Yep, we love it. And yes, we hope we hear you in the Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, because we know it's gonna be on point. Fire! Uh, well, and plus, we got some good stuff coming up with our Game of Thrones podcast. Well, it's the same old stuff. I mean, we well, ain't doing anything different. Yeah, we will. What? Wait. So, Jay, you just making stuff. <laughs> Y'all have to tune in and find out. Okay. Anyway, what Let's else we got? Let's get on to another email. All this right. is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. So, it's taken me a while to email because I've been so depressed about these past few episodes. Uh-oh. I think many of the other listeners have said what I've been feeling about the second half of the season. It's horrible. Mm. The writing has progressively gotten worse along with the direction of the story and characters. Mm. I've only felt like that since this episode. Well, yeah. No, I've felt like that since I came back from you, hiatus. Yeah, you said that too. Yeah. We went from clear episode 12, which was the best episode of the yep. season. To Arrow in the Doorway, which was kind of a waste of time. Yep. You ladies pointed out how Rick shouldn't have drank any of the governor's whiskey as the bottle or even the glass could have been poisoned. But how about him not doing a sweep of the room before he sat down? Yeah. There could have been walker bombs waiting to be unleashed on him. Mm-hmm. How about him allowing the governor to leave his site to go get those drinks? Mm-hmm. And how about Rick figuring out the governor was lying and one of them dead, even if they turned Michonne over, only for him to then rethink himself after he told the group. He and Herschel agreed that turning Michonne over wouldn't make a difference. So to me, the whole plot point of Rick debating and talking to Merle about a new plan was a complete waste. If they wanted to off the, that character, they could have found a much better way of doing so. <laughs> and why did they kill him off now? Let's say it all together now. Filler episode. Yeah. Just like the last one with Andrea. The worst piece of blank I've seen this show produce. This show would have been so much better had they done only 12 episodes and not bypassed all the other stuff they skipped in the books. I'm hoping the finale is much better. Manny. Thank you, Manny, Thank you, Manny for that Manny email. For the email. And, and Manny is not enjoying this. He is at not all. a happy camper. No. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can, yeah, I can see your point because I think many of these episodes, uh, you know, filler is the appropriate word. It's just filler until we get to the finale, you know? And yeah, why kill off Merle now? Got one more episode, dang. Well, I mean, I like that part of the episode. I like the whole Merle Michonne road trip thing. 
It's just all the other people. I was like, forget it. I didn't like the fact that that I, he he's dead. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. Okay, we have another voicemail. Let me pop. Let me um, play that now. Okay. Hey, sister. This is Tori calling you to talk about Mr. Morrow. Moment of silence for Morrow. Okay. Um, this was a pretty good episode. I really liked it. You know. I'm gonna miss Morrow, even though he was a backwards hick racist person, but he was a good character. And you know, that's what it's about. Good life's about good characters. Um in this episode it basically showed how much moral the governor changed moral. I mean, I watched the uh, the first episode and uh he was an ass, but he wasn't a murderous hitchman. The governor turned him into that as his comp- per his conversation with Michonne. Um, I think Moore has a problem asking for help. He, even like when he in from the first episode when he was handcuffed to the the roof. When I mean, well, after they had left him, when he was he tried to act well, he was asking God for help, and then just got mad at him. Just no, I'm not gonna beg you. Same thing he said to the governor before the governor shot him that he wasn't gonna beg, which it just means that he's an ultra proud person, and I mean it, that there could be downfalls to that because. His plan was so good and unique that if he would have just even asked Michonne and his brother to come along, they could have basically killed the governor and did whatever they wanted if he just had one or two people with him. Um, But he decided to do it himself, and he decided to get drunk before he got there. That's another reason why I believe that he was killed and he was drunk. I think he, I'm thinking he could have killed the governor if he was sober. That's just me. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, he killed 12 of their men, about 12. I don't know the exact number, but that was pretty good. And he was drunk and he did it. So he really did a service to the group. And his death wasn't in vain. And, uh, it was really sad to see his brother find him as a zombie like that. I mean, the governor's really a douchebag. And uh, I can't wait for the last episode to see what's going to actually happen. All right, sisters, that's it for me. See you later. Well, thank you, Tori, for that uh, very nice voicemail. Thank you, and, Tori. Yes, uh, let's all have a, 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 a little si- a moment of silence for Merle. And uh, wait, uh, tip your drink. Tip the drink. Pour some out for your homie. <laughs> ah, I'm having I'm having an adult beverage, <laughs> but uh, you she make a very good point, yes. Tori. Very excellent point. And you know what? She brought up something that we forgot to mention or talk about in that how Merle has changed. Yes, when Michelle was asking him because he had mentioned he killed 16 people mm-hmm. in his life, and so then in the car she was asking him how many did. People, did you kill before this? And he just said none. And she said, how many people did you kill um, before you got to Woodbury? Right. None. Yep. So basically, 
the governor has made him the killer that he yeah. is. Yeah. And I and we totally skipped that, but good point of how he has really turned into this. I mean, he was a racist redneck before, right? But she's right; he wasn't a murdering racist, racist redneck. redneck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we also forgot to talk about uh, 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 seeing Michael Rooker on The Talking Dead. Yes, he was excellent. He was good. I love. I yeah, I like him. I like him. You know what? Somebody else mentioned too uh, online somewhere, and and I agree. Watching Michael Rooker on The Talking Dead, just you know, talking about the character and, and like you know, um, um, how they all like get together and stuff. He is the kind of person that you would probably just want to go have a, a drink with, yeah, and just sit and talk, you know, and visit and stuff. He's very personable. What though. I really liked, and I know this is. Actors don't usually do this Mm -hmm. because they want people to realize that this is their job and they're just playing a part and all this crap. He didn't do that. I love when he talked about whenever they would ask him a question, he would say, well, I did this. And they say, well, Chris would ask him, well, Merle, you know, why did Merle stop the car and let Michonne out? And he says, because I was tired of hearing her talk. Yeah. Which was funny. Oh, that was good. I just wanted her to shut up and get out the car. Because I was tired of hearing her talk That to was me. funny. That but was funny. he kept saying, I, I, I. Yeah. And we know he's talking about Merle. Right. But he didn't feel the need to say, this Merle. is just a character. Right. I know people hated him at first, blah, 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 or loved him now, whatever, whatever. He didn't have to feel the need to defend it. He didn't have to say... Make a separation. I am Michael Rooker, and that is Merle, and we are two separate things. Right. And all that. But you know what? Um, and that's what I really liked about him in particular while watching that show. Right. Well, and David Morrissey didn't do a bad job either. Oh, he did the same thing. He, he did kind of defend one thing, that he, but he's in the character more. He knows more of the motivation than we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. know more of a But background. he did not make excuses for no, the governor. He did not. He did not. No, he did so, not. So, not like that. Lori Holden person. Trick ho. Trick ho. Trick. <laughs> yeah, not like that trick ho. Trick ho. Andrea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you very much for that uh, voicemail. That was great. And, you know, let me switch over to Facebook because we had a Facebook message from uh, last week that I didn't notice or forgot to. Yeah, me too. Sister I forgot. Jay responded, but... Didn't remind me so. Okay. Um, so it'll be a little bit late, but it's from Robert. Hey, Robert. And he says, "Hi, sisters. It's been a couple weeks. Um, I love the podcast, and also like that you recorded it a day early. I'm gonna try to make this short since all my people was clowning me on my last email because Sister J called me out on it. <laughs> she calls everybody out on it. <laughs> Come on, Robert. You can write a long-ass email if you want to. I just like to say that I'm starting to like Milton. He's starting to grow some huevos, and it's showing. <laughs> Not anatomically speaking, Sister K. <laughs> I'd like to know what his relationship was with the governor prior to the apocalypse. It was mentioned that he knew Philip before Woodbury, so I got to thinking it probably wasn't through work or friends, since Milton mentioned he worked pretty much from home and was a loner. So I'm thinking maybe they're related in some way. I guess we'll find out, but I just wanted hmm. to get your take on it. I'm thinking the governor values Milton, but also wouldn't execute his own blood, even knowing Milton was the one who set the zombies 
in the trench and in the wagon on fire. Anyway, take care. And Sister J, I'm loving the rants. Thank you. I can totally see you getting all riled up at the discount grocery store <laughs> in the hood <laughs> because you couldn't get a cart loose without paying a quarter for it. Hey, I was mad. Laugh out loud, perp walk. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Robert from the Bay. Oh, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. And you know what? Let me take a minute and just say for those of y'all that, you know, have read the rant. Yeah, I was pissed, too. I ain't never seen no stuff like that in my whole life. Have to pay a quarter for a cart. That was just, mm. Yeah, anyway. I've never heard of that. I would have left the store. See, you look better than me. <laughs> so been, oh, bump this shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, Robert, for reading them. Okay, now on to, to his email. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I was... I don't Did know. Did we say it on the podcast or were we just talking? That Milton, I might have said it last week. Maybe he's like a brother-in-law or a know. cousin. I don't see. I know people are thinking that maybe they're related. Because why else would the judge keep them alive? I don't think they're related. I just don't get that sense. Some, some, There's some reason, though, why he's not killing Milton. True. Where he's killed everyone else who's opposed him. Mm-hmm. He knows it's Milton who, who burned up the zombies. Yes, he knows that. The walkers. And he hasn't done nothing to him. So maybe he's got his mind or hands full thinking of how to torture Andrea instead. Yeah, I, yeah maybe he's just waiting, waiting, you know, waiting for he his time. Well, he doesn't need Milton anymore to figure out what's going on with exactly. him. Exactly. So, so why would he not kill him? Well, but... He's been a little busy. <laughs> that, that is true. You know, getting his eye put out and shit. And then, and, then, and, then, and then having everybody find out about this damn walker wall and all that shit. And so now, you know, he's hunting around for Michonne. So he's been a little occupied. Yeah, he has been. But that's not to say he's, he won't be after Milton. Especially after uh, he burnt up all them walkers in the pit. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know that. Thank you, Robert. And Thank then we have another one from Anthony. Anthony, hey, hey Anthony. Your your thing, your gift is coming. Your prize is coming. So yep. anyway, he had written something I wanted to read on um, the podcast. We could discuss too. Okay. He's talking about Walking Dead: The Sorrowful Life. Hey, ladies, it's me, Anthony B. Um. Uh, the prisoners. Let's just go over important aspects of the story. Merle. One thing you have to say for Merle is he is what he is. He knows Rick doesn't have the heart to trade a human being to the governor, especially after he told him the torture he's going to put her through. When Rick was searching for the wire outside and had that momentary flashback to Nutsville, he realized again he's going down that slippery slope and it's not what he or the group is about. And decided this is not the way. Remember the speech from Lost, live together or die alone. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Because me, I was just irritated that Rick was even going through with it. I but know it. He is off. He has been off. Something Merle said, said to Daryl, your people look at me like the devil, but yet you want me to do what the governor would ask me to do, the dirty work. Then Daryl said, I just want my brother back. Family. Merle was surprised and looked afraid to hear this, then told Daryl to go away. 
Is it possible that this is stage one in Merle's fight with Sanity, and now that the drugs are worn off, he realizes after all the crap, the harm he's done to people, the prison, his brother still wants him back. Yeah. I think he said that, too, because he already knew what he was going to have to go do. I think so. And he was kind of sad because he knew that they might not be able to be together because he'd be either dead or a prisoner. I think Merle thoroughly intended that he was not going to make it back. Yeah. Yeah. And so the sadness by sending Daryl away and and, and the look on his face when Daryl said, I just want... You know, my brother back brother and back. stuff. Uh, probably is because he, he already knew. Ah, shit. I got to go do this. I ain't making it back. Yeah. And now, you know, we can maybe finally be a family. But hey, I, 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 I got I to man up and do what I got to do. True. Because yeah. that's the way Merle is, see. Yeah. Um, he says, even the conversation with Michonne, you kill people and have remorse. Whereas if you are truly evil, you wouldn't feel a thing. Ooh, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. When she made the attempt to say, let's go back, and he said he couldn't, I believe it was his way of saying, I've done so much harm to Maggie and Glenn and the group, would never see him in any other way than a monster. But maybe if he goes to the governor and kills him, it would possibly ease the pain and bring some peace. Anthony. Yeah, uh, thank you, Anthony. Or, that's all he said. Yeah, thank you, Anthony, for for those comments. And... You know, I think that's plausible that that uh, Merle could have been thinking in his mind, okay, if I can just survive this, and maybe it, maybe I can redeem myself um, enough to you know be able to be with with that whole prison group and my brother because yeah. I will have killed the governor and yeah. all the people. So you know, maybe I don't know, but I just I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. We had some, um, there were some good comments on that post um, by Alana or Lena mm-hmm. and uh, Shalita. Mm-hmm. I won't read them, but they were really good. So y'all go out and check them out. Yeah. But thank you, um, Anthony, for responding and Elena and Shalita for responding to him. And okay, let's go on to our next piece of feedback email from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello again, sisters. It's a long one, Sister J. Uh-oh. Let's get started. All right, let me take a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say, this episode is definitely among my top five favorite of the series. Okay. If you told me two years ago that I'd be rooting for a racist knife arm wielding... I know! ...shit-stirring redneck, I would have told you to shove off. I know! Michael Rooker absolutely deserves an award for his performance in this episode. I think so, too. Just Wow. Loved his conversation with Rick at the beginning. Watching it again, you can kind of see that behind his taunting Rick about even considering the mad governor's demands, he is already planning to take matters into his own hands. Mm -hmm. I knew he wasn't going to give Michonne over. So much was conveyed in that scene between them and that car. Both warriors who have done whatever they needed to in order to survive. It was almost as if he took her captive to have someone to talk to or give him his last rights before he went to fight for the governor. Or fight the governor. Hmm. That's interesting. That's theory. an interesting concept. When I, when I realized that he was luring the walkers in with the car to slowly lead them to the governor, I cheered. Even knowing he couldn't win, and he still went in fighting. Yep. The fight between him and the governor was absolutely brutal. 
the monster we saw come out in the gov is what he's been what he's been keeping behind that mask all season. We saw flashes of it when he brutally killed those soldiers and in his fight with Michonne. He is out for blood and needs to be put down like a wild dog. When Daryl found his brother reanimated as a walker, I'll admit I cried. This was, an, <laughs> this was another powerful scene. It was. Poor Daryl. Damn. The tagline for this season was fight the dead, fear the living. I couldn't think of a better way to sum it up. We've got one more left this season. I can't wait. This Sunday will be packed. The dead are living. The dead are leaving, but winter is uh, is nearly here, sisters. Yep. Paris. Thank you, Paris, Thank you, for Paris. that email. And you know what? I freely admit, I teared up, though. Oh, I did. When, when Daryl came up on Merle and Merle was a walker, I just, I was screaming TV, no! <laughs> I was, I was on get glue. What the hell? <laughs> you know, I did not like that, but. Poor Daryl. I know. I, I felt bad for Merle and I felt bad for Daryl, too. Yeah. Mm. Poor thing. Uh, but that was really smart of how he lured those walkers. I yeah. kept thinking, first of all, lock the damn door. Because all of them have these walkers beating on the car door. Mm-hmm. And the damn doors are unlocked. One of these days, a walker's going to try to <laughs> ant- pull the door open. And they're going to get got. That's you know? true. Thank you, Paris, for that email. <laughs> That's a wonderful email. Okay, our next email is from Tiffany. A- hey, Tiffany. Okay, hello, sisters. I'm a new listener, and I'm so glad I found you. I've been searching for a worthwhile Walking Dead podcast, and I must say, Sister Speak is the one for me. Oh, cool. I'm usually at work and can't enjoy my adult beverage, (laughs) but I do sip my water at every first of all. Introductions aside, let's get started. Okay. As a black woman who is into Japanese culture, Michonne is without a doubt my favorite character right now. Mm -hmm. The way she honors her katana as she wields it is perfect. Yep. And did you see Homegirl still kicking ass while tied up? Oh, yes. That was 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 awesome. awesome. After this episode, I'm honestly worried about her for the first time. All, all Daryl knows is that Rick told him Merle and Michonne have disappeared. Next thing he knows, he's walking up on his reanimated brother. Who's to say he won't blame Michonne for his hurt for his death? We know the full story, but I'm so nervous that Daryl will be blinded with grief and try to kill her. Hmm. Daryl is a bad motherfucker and is, in my opinion, capable of standing toe-to-toe with Michonne in a fight. That's just me. I don't think that's going to happen. Daryl is not as hot-headed as that. Well, and, 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 I mean. I think he's going to, he's going to know. Or I mean, she's going to tell him he let me out the car. Well, I mean, he already saw her. Yeah. I think Daryl will really kind of blame Merle at the end of the day. Or even maybe Rick. I think he's going to blame Rick. Rick, yeah. Yeah. That's true, Rick. Mm-hmm. For even setting that shit because up, because Rick should have told the whole group in the first place and said just no, just like he did. Yeah, because and, and and when Rick did tell all the others, that's when Daryl said, "I'm going after my brother." No, Daryl had already left. Well, that's true. Yeah, but when he but when he told Daryl at the very beginning of the episode, Daryl said, "This isn't us." Mm-hmm. So you're right. He probably will be pissed at Rick, and that'd be my vote for good reason, though. Yep. Um, she says, I can't say I'm sorry Merle is dead, but I'm sorry Daryl had to be the one to find him. 
This is the first time The Walking Dead has made me teary since Sophia shuffled out of the barn. (laughs) 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 Oh, Sophia in the barn. I remember that. Yeah. That was was shocking. Yeah, it was a good episode. They've been looking for that child and looking for that child. All FMC. And she up in the barn. Up in the barn. Mm. I won't make this a long-ass email, so I'll end with a big thank you, Sister J and Sister K, for all the laughs, insight, and entertainment through my work days. From your newest fan, Tiffany, a.k.a. Sister Tip Tip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. Hey, thank you, Sister Tip Tip, for that. What's my email? That's good, but that's, that's awesome. Sister Tip Tip Tip. tip. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, we have one more email as the dogs go crazy in this house. Okay, um, it is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus, what's up, sisters? Let's talk about this sorrowful episode of The Walking Dead. Okay, I was actually very much pleased with this episode and enjoyed the character dynamics between Merle and the rest of the cast. Even though Merle was technically a bad guy, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Great actor, and I'm sad to see him go. Whenever Merle and Michonne have scenes together, it's always fun to watch. Yeah. They hate each other, but the way they interact, it's almost like they're flirting. But instead of caring words, it's murderous threats. Mm-hmm. Rick has lost his mojo and can't get it back. Merle saw straight through him. Daryl has so much hope for his brother... Uh, for his brother shaking my head. <laughs> okay, Glenn, someone saw Maggie's tits. We get it. Get over it. That's what I'm saying. That's Move the on. damn truth. Move on. That is so true. When Daryl went to find Merle and he was posted up on the counter chilling like Bugs Bunny, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was trying to act like he wasn't doing that. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. Uh, sorry, baby brother. I was just looking for a little uh, crystal mess when mm, I thought mm, loud. Mm. So Michonne is going to go downstairs alone with Merle and let him get behind her. Writers, if you don't know any black women, please find some. <laughs> That's a good boy. And sit them down for a Q&A. Yeah. This scene is totally illogical. No way she would trust Merle that much. Yeah. That is true. Good point. We didn't talk about that, but that is true. Yeah, we did. Especially after he tried to kill her ass. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would not have turned her back to him. That is so true. Ever. Okay, so Rick confesses to the group what happened. The look on his son's face says it all. Yep. I swear Carl is going to cuss his daddy out one day. <laughs> that is true, yeah. too. Because Carl yeah. did. He looked at him like, what the? What the F? F? Like, no, he didn't. Yeah. Try to sell her out. Mm-hmm. Um, Merle and Michonne in the car was hilarious. Black women sure know how to add that ask that extra little question yeah. <laughs> to make you hit the brakes in the middle of the road. <laughs> uh, Marcus, what you trying to say? <laughs> we know. Laugh out loud. Merle met his match. Yep. Look, if you're going to act up in the car, we're yep. going to try to not put it down in the yeah. car. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. That's a good, that's that's a good point, funny. though. 
Look at how slick Merle is. Rick should have used him, picking off the Gov's goons with ease. A yep. clever plan. Honestly, I just don't see how the Gov can kick Merle's ass so easy. They seem to be more evenly matched than what was shown in this scene. And the Gov biting off his finger like a damn carrot was really <laughs> over the <laughs> true to character or reality well you know what honestly marcus he had just got a beat down from martinez and somebody else i don't remember who it was with him yeah was kicking him and stuff so he was a little bit already tipsy well yeah he was tipsy too like like punch drunk you know he was drunk and punch drunk yeah well merle is a walker and daryl stabbed him like he hated him he showed it it's a thin line between love and hate yep. once again merle leaves his baby bro by his lonesome forever this time yeah daryl is finally free and judging from his new haircut also metrosexual oh lord metrosexual and also has found some let's jam gel to get his bangs just right <laughs> <laughs> Daryl knows what let's jam gel is. <laughs> I don't think Daryl be using no let's jam. To be he heavy. needs his haircut as soon as he gets back to the damn prison. Oh, Lord. I, this is the first that time I noticed all these, um, what do you call the sides? Sideburns? But they're not sideburns. They're like fully grown pieces of hair that come down in front of his ear. And then he's got hair in the back. I don't know what it is, but. They need to cut that stuff. <laughs> One more show till Rick and the Gov put their gonads on the counter to see who's biggest. And just mm. one more day till we get back to the thrones. Sisters, I would never spoil a show for the audience, and most importantly, not myself. Okay. Laugh out loud. And I don't read books that are on TV. That's what nerds do. I'm a student, and the last thing I want to do at the end of the week is read. <laughs> oh, that's true. I just like to guess and speculate where the character and plot lines are heading based on hints and nuances the show provides. No spoilers from me, I promise. Happy Easter, sisters. Love ya. Bye. Marcus. Thank, Thank you, Marcus, Marcus, for that wonderful long ass email. Long email. Mm-hmm. Even I had to say that was a long <laughs> email. And yeah, we were just trying to make sure, Marcus, that you weren't going to spoil us, but. Yeah. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. Thank you for the email. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, that was it. We had a lot of feedback. We had a lot of it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, um, we have one episode left. Yeah. We, you know, make sure you get us your feedback because once we do that last podcast, you know, we won't have time really to do any other right. follow-ups to it right. we'll be into the game of thrones at that point yeah so, um get your feedback into us by i'd say by uh when saturday yeah next saturday because it'll probably be then because i'll be you know anyway we'll be busy so um send us a voicemail if you'd like at 972-755-1215 it's great hearing your voices yeah, that's great. Thank you to Dana, <laughs> Brother Ray, and Tori for sending us those voicemails. Yep. You can send us an email at sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on our website at sisterspeakpodcast.com. 
We are um, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, And we're also on Twitter at SissySpeakCast or underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K. Yep. All right. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. <laughs>